Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. Today we're going to talk about sports and how the COVID-19 virus is um, actually affecting the sports world out there. Guys, we're missing as a as a whole a lot when it comes to sports. I'm losing the basketball season, which has been actually suspended indefinitely since uh, we had two, was it two members, um, you know, from Utah Jazz actually got the virus. Uh, we have no season. The season is not going to happen, guys. You know, I'm hoping it does, but it's not going to happen. This is also going to bleed into the football season. Also, um, you know, so college football—they're not having your your summer camps, your spring games. Um, it's hurting kids who are trying to get drafted to the NFL and next week's draft. Through the pro days not happening now, the kids who had combines who didn't you know show up um, as expected, they can't go actually have a second go around at the pro day. So guys who didn't get invited to the combine don't have an opportunity to to showcase their skills to the scouts and you know uh in person. Um yeah, let's go to basketball first. I think the guy that is gonna hurt the most is LeBron James. This is his 17th season. He is balling out of control right now. I think he's averaging what 26 points. Uh a shade over 10 assists. He's leading he's actually leading the NBA in assists. Uh, about eight rebounds, so he's kind of on that fringe area of a triple-double, but this is year 17 for him. You know, he's not getting any younger. I think this is like the healthiest he's been in a long time because he's been arrested since having that growing injury uh, last year and his team missing the playoffs. He got a chance to rest. You got to think this guy went to, what, 10, is it 10 finals? Um, he has a, uh, a sidekick now who's not a sidekick. He's one of the top five players in the league. You know, Anthony Davis, who's probably the best player that, uh, James has probably played within his whole career. And there's no shade to guys like, you know, Dwayne Wade, um, Chris Bosh, and he played with Shaq in his whole years. But that's no shade to those guys. Uh, Anthony Davis is probably by far, I wouldn't say probably, he's by far the best player that LeBron James has played next to on any team that he's played in. Um, yeah, it, it hurts them. I think that they were clicking at the right time especially like right after the all-star breaks, the healthiest also that Anthony Davis has been. We all know that he's kind of an injury prone kind of guy, you know, nicks and scrubs and things like that. So he gets nixed up, you know, like quite a bit, you know, ankle injury, shoulder injuries, the whole nine, but he's been very healthy this year. LeBron James is very rested and and they're balling out of control. They got the number one seed in the West. And I think it's a two team race between them and the Clippers. And they got the better hand of of, of the Clippers in this last game that they played prior to the, uh, the shutdown. And it's like that team's gelling, and the Clippers were not gelling. And I thought that that was the uh, the point in which the the Lakers were going to solidify themselves as the best team in the league from that point on. And then here comes COVID nineteen, but it, it just doesn't hurt the Lakers. It it does hurt the Clippers. It hurts the Bucks who are rolling. It hurts the Celtics who I think those are the four teams that have a legit shot at winning this thing this year. You got Houston also. Houston's a good team, but um, you know for them to win seven games against, you know, James or Leonard. I'm not putting my money on that, but it hurts them because you got a guy like 
it hurts them, meaning it hurts the Lakers because you have a guy like LeBron James, who, like I said, 17th year in the league, and he's playing out of his mind. He's playing better than you know some guys who are 21, 22 years old, but he is a guy who is a 17-year veteran, and no matter how young you feel, you're still what your age is. You know, your bones don't get any younger. They still get older. But I don't know what he keeps doing. He pulls out these miracles with his body. He knows what he's doing when he comes to getting prepped up and getting ready. So he is a, an amazing player. Uh, he's one of the top two players for all time. And it's just sad to see that the season had to end this way. It's not official yet, guys. There could it could possibly be a season. And we've seen some of the quotes from, you know, like guys like LeBron and, and uh, you know, like the Steph Curry's and all that they understand if it's canceled. But, you know, I think I think James said that he would uh, he would be, you know, like very, very disappointed if, if the season was canceled. And there'd be like no closure. And, you know, you know, I totally understand his his position there because I know he sees that his window's kind of shortening here. And this is probably the best team that he's had fielded in front of him in a long time. Uh, so it's going to hurt, you know, James on the basketball side of the house, you know, but let's take a look at the football side of the house. You got a guy like Tom Brady who just signed a two-year deal um, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this is by far probably the most talent he's had at, at the wide receiver position in a long time with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And he's not getting any younger either, but his, his is a little different. You know, um, the NFL is a quarterback's league and they make rules to where, it, it definitely benefits the quarterback, and uh, the quarterback's not going to get hit as much. Uh, but he's still an older player. He didn't have his best season last year, but was that because of him or was it because he didn't have the quality players that he needed around him at, you know, at the wide receiver position? I do recall last year when they had Josh Gordon and uh, uh, A.B. for a little bit, you know, uh, Brown for a little bit, that for those, I guess, two games that Brown was there or that one game that he was there where he got a touchdown to, you know, like, it, it looked like it was seamless. So, you know, once he has the talent around him, Brady by far is is going to make some things happen. And, but it does hurt him because now it's time to get your playbook in front of you and start doing routes with each other and learning each other's tendencies. And that's not going to happen. He, he just doesn't have that time. So it's going to hurt, you know, our greats, you know, like the goats of this generation when it comes to the sports, uh, you know, like this year. And it's also going to hurt those kids who are supposed to get drafted. Uh, you know, like for the NFL and the NBA also, there's there's no March Madness. So kids can't showcase their their talent. You know, um, March Madness brings out a bunch of stars that uh, we never would have seen if it wasn't for March Madness. Think about uh, Ja down there from um, from yeah, Memphis, Memphis. John Moran was amazing in March Madness, and he kind of got his name out there. True basketball fans, you know, always knew who he was, uh, but the national stage got to see him, and that definitely elevated his draft stock up to be the number the the two pick in the draft that year behind Zion. And so, yeah, I mean, it it's it's going to decrease some opportunities for some players and some prospects. Um, however, uh, it's just going to bring about another way to, to which players and prospects can get their 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 data and their information to to scouts, you know, Zoom and virtual uh, uh, practices and virtual things of that nature. So on that note, that's going to be it for the sports section, but let's dive into some music here, guys. I just saw uh, a post 
Fat Joe was on an, an IG live with uh, Swiss Beats. And uh, Ja Rule called in. He put him on speakerphone. And Ja Rule wants to have a, a hit battle between him and 50 Cent. Oh, now, for hip-hop, if you guys don't know the beef and the battles between 50 and Ja, do your research and and you know quickly exit off of this uh this podcast because you don't know what you're talking about. But these guys had some hits, guys. And I saw a lot of people in the comments saying that 50's gonna smash them, just put on this first album, they'll smash them. Blah, blah, blah. All right. I mean, you know, 50 had hits. He did. He had a bunch of hits, but people keep sleeping on Jive Road and the hits he had. And he had some hits that were like pop hits that when he puts them on, the ladies are gonna go crazy. And when you, and when you have a, a female fan base that is gonna back you, oh man, you just don't know how deep a battle can get. Jaru's hits, guys. Uh, always on time. Mesmerize. Living it up. Down as B. Between me and you. Oh man. Uh holla holla. Ooh. Wonderful song. Can I get a with Jay-Z? Um uh-oh, with Lil Wayne. That was, that was dope. I cry. New York. The anthem. That is the anthem, guys, for that city. Uh put it on me. Uh I mean, he had hits, guys. Six feet on the ground was a hit. Um man, I, he had hits, guys. Y'all can talk that stuff if you wanna. Uh Ja had hits, but 50 had them hits too, man. I think I'll Kill Em All was a dope song, too. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just kind of going through a bunch of his hits. Um, but 50 had hits, too, man. Let's go do some of 50 songs, man. In the club. <laughs> Shut it down. P.I.M.P., just a little bit. Many Men was one of my favorite songs. 21 Questions. Uh, the song with Justin Timberlake, AO Technology. Uh, Window Shopper. Best Friend. Uh, man. Hustle's Ambition was dope. Um, Wankster, which if he plays that, I would think 50 would probably play that as the last song of that 20 song rotation. Hated to love it with the game. That was a big record. Um, what up, blood? What up, cuz? What up, blood? What up, gangsta? That one? Oh my god, I whoop your head, boy. Man, I would love to see it. I don't know if 50 would do it. I don't know if 50 wants to give Ja Rule any more shine. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know if if he wants to give him that uh, that platform, but I think it would be like an amazing thing for hip hop. These guys will never squash their beef; it goes too deep. Um, but what if for one night, hip hop fans could could have that a battle between Fifty Cent and Ja Rule for a hit battle? And I think we all know that Fifty would probably win the battle, but um, it it wouldn't be. A landslide, like people are saying, Ja had hits, man. He had some hits. Ja and Murder Inc. ruled uh, the industry for for a while, you know, and ruled like no pun intended with Ja rule, but they ruled the industry for for a nice era. You had Ja and Murder Inc. You had those days. You had Rough Riders. You had Cash Money. And I think they all went on tour together, and, and of course you had Rockefeller. But man, I mean that. That was a hell of a, a hell of a uh, genre. I mean, that was a hell of a uh, decade. A, a, a great time in music. I think it would be an amazing battle. I would love to see it. I would love to see those two just on Instagram Live, just looking at each other on Instagram Live, knowing that they want to tear each other's heads off. And maybe it'll spark a, a, 
a point to where these guys can say, hey, man, we're old man with kids now, man. Let's uh, chill. But I know it runs deeper than that, guys. It runs much deeper than that. But just want to put that into the, in, into the air. But the next DJ battle, guys, um, looking at Timberland and Swizz's, uh, there are Instagrams. Babyface versus Teddy Riley and God Lee. That's gonna be a good one, man. I cannot wait to listen to that one. They said, you know, the babyface and his family had the had the COVID nineteen virus, man. So that's why, you know, things didn't go off on the first shot. So um it's, it's scheduled for I think uh in a couple weeks. Um, but you know, prayers out and shouts out to Babyface for the whole family actually, you know, getting through the COVID nineteen phase and they're all tested negative for the virus. So, you know, hats off to them for that. But, hey, guys, on that note, let's go to a small commercial break, and I'll hit you back on the other end. All right, guys, and we're back, man. It is, like I said, guys, it is on the 13th of April. Let's give a quick update on the COVID-19 update that I do daily. Um, So as of midnight last night, April 12th, COVID-19, 22,105 deaths, um, have a 3.95% death rate. So so 3.95% of the people that have the virus die from it. Uh, The cases is uh, 560,300, so um, 27,421 new cases. The case percentage increase, guys, the new cases increase is only 5%. So that number is going down. Like I tell you guys, it's been going down for a while. It's been going down since forever. But just from March 25th, it's went down from 25% all the way down now to 5% on the steady decline. However, like I said, the death rate is increasing. Um, it is almost 4% now. And as of March 25th, we were at 1.5%. So 1.51%. Now we're at 3.95%, guys. Uh, so a 2.44% increase in, in say, three weeks. And so the death rate is increasing. Uh, we got to get our hands around this, guys. Like I say, everybody, hey, man, stay home. Use hand sanitizer. Wash your hands. Cleanse yourself. Man, just just stay clean. Um, just got to get through this. The numbers have been suggesting, guys, that 60,000 deaths. Uh, total around the United States. If that's the case, we're already a third of the way there. And um, it's kind of sad to say that uh, we have a pandemic that we kind of know what the death count is going to be, or we're hoping that it's going to be that low. Uh, but we've had numbers to say up to 100,000, some say up to 80,000, now we're saying 60,000. So if it is 60,000, we're a third of the way there, guys. And it's, it's, it's sad to say that we have this many people who are passing away from this virus. But let's Everybody stay home, man. Quarantine and chill. Quarantine and work. Don't quarantine and chill. Quarantine and work, man. Get some work in. Get some get some positive vibes out there, man. Do your job from home if you have a job. Um, if you're not blessed enough to have kept your job, if your job had to lay you off or furlough you, man, prayers up to you. Um, just prayers to you, man. Prayers to you. I know that a lot of people have been having to going to the to the lines when it comes to unemployment lines and things of that nature. And I saw a very disturbing pic down in Florida where um, they had a bunch of people in line uh, going to the actual unemployment office, and you know they were standing. I mean, basically uh, shoulder to shoulder. I mean, you know, like some had masks on and things, but there was no social distancing there. It would not surprise me if uh, more than three or four people have actually caught. <laughs> 
you know, this this virus due to that. Hey, America, we got to do better, man. We got to do better when they're when we have a system that's in place to um, have people to file online for unemployment, things of that nature. We have to make sure that we have enough security, enough uh, uh, cybersecurity, enough bandwidth to withstand um, enough people who could possibly have to log into these systems just in order to get unemployment services in case we have a pandemic like this. We were not prepared for this. Florida was not prepared for this. Um, the guys out in uh, Wisconsin, they weren't prepared for this when it came down to vote. So we had a bunch of folks that were voting. Um, you know, basically, let's just call it what it is. It was voter suppression up there in Wisconsin. They still wanted to have the vote keep going even during this pandemic. So you're putting people's lives at risk, you know, like to go vote and people are fought to go vote. And so, so these people were going to go vote regardless, because it's a God given right. And people have died for this, uh, this right. The same thing with the unemployment, people are getting laid off. Um, people are getting, uh, furloughed companies are closing because of this pandemic. So this is a real issue. And with this being a real issue, we have to have a system in place that could withstand the bandwidth in case something like this happens again, guys. So America, man, we got challenge. We have to challenge each other to make sure that this doesn't happen again. The systems that we have, hey, spend a little bit more money to make sure that this can um, handle a greater amount of people than what you normally see. It's called insurance, guys. It's like it's not just it's not that you're buying extra bandwidth and you're not getting a benefit from it. You want to hope that you never have to use that benefit. It's just like car insurance and health insurance. I am buying car insurance on my car just in case stuff happens. I pray to God I don't ever have to use my car insurance because I, I pray to God that I never get in an accident. I pray to God that the people around me are driving great. I pray to God that I'm going to drive great. And I pray to God that I never have to use my car insurance. However, if I do have to use it, I've already paid for it. Same thing with this bandwidth issue with this unemployment office down in Florida. Hey, man, please up your bandwidth because even though you, you want to pray that you never have to use it, but even if you have to use it, it's there and you don't have people risking their lives out here trying to get unemployment because they can't feed their family and pay their bills. And you got to go shoulder to shoulder. Some people got to do what they got to do, man. It's, it's, it's called, hey, when you when you struggle a little bit, you got to get out there and get it. And and they just had to get out there and get in those lines. And I feel sorry for them. I think that the country has failed us on that. But on that note, guys, I, I, you know, I always leave you guys in the message, the do you message. You guys know, go talk to schools. So I, you know, like, I already told you guys this. So when I go talk to these students, I always tell them, hey, when somebody tells you that you can't do something, you look them in the eye. You tell them, do you. You look yourself in the eye. Once you get home, go to the mirror, look yourself in the eye and say, do you. And that stands for D-O-U-D. Don't be afraid to fail. Oh, outgrow your environment. You understand your brilliance. And on that note, Nino's Corner is out. See you tomorrow.